our rendition of this song is just absolutely beautiful and it just smooths me every single time I hear it and so I'm in love with Jesus and he's in love with me and I pray you're in love with Jesus um, because there is no greater love than a man will lay down his life for his friend and so we certainly want to give God thanks for his love God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. So we are recipients of God's love. And so this morning we just say, Father, we love you. We give you thanks. We praise you. We bless your name. We are so excited that you love us. And every time I remember that Jesus is in love with me, it just energizes me and causes me to want to go on. And it always, it always, always, always bring back to memory his word. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you even unto the end. That's real love right there, right? How many of us have been with people who say they love us and they walk out on us and leave us behind and say, we don't love you anymore or whatever. But Jesus says, I will never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. You know, some folks may, may not leave you, but they forsake you, turn their backs on you. But Jesus says, I'm never going to do that to you. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. Um, that means I'm going to take care of you. I will be with you even unto the end. Amen. Isn't that an awesome love life <laughs> or a life of love that you're with somebody who has dedicated and, and have dedicated their lives to you and, and say they were never going to leave you they're never going to forsake you simple means they will take care of you for the rest of your life they will watch out for you they will look out for you everything they do for you is for your best interests imagine that well that is the promise that we have from our lord and it's just amazing i mean there's people on earth who say those things and um sometimes and some will do their best to fulfill it um, they may have the ability, they may have the resources, and some may not. But we know for sure, our Lord, he has all the resources, he has the ability, and he has the capability. And we can trust him. All his promises are yea and amen. Amen. So we give God thanks. So this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. I want to share my experience and I hope this can help somebody in the last days that I have in pain. Pain. Um, I believe that um, God used this pain to teach me some things so that I may learn some things. I have lived my life um, 63 years. I lived my life practically, practically pain free. No issues, no real issues. I, you know, when I was a little kid, at eight years old, I got healed from anemia, 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 where my joints would swell up and my joints was in pain. And the church came together and prayed for me, and I received my healing. I think I was about eight or nine. Never had that issue again my whole life. The only other time I actually had pain was when I, I tore the tendons in my arm, and they had to pull it back and stitch it to the bone. And um, uh, after the operation, I went home, fell asleep, 
And when I woke up, the anesthesia had wore off <laughs> and I felt like my arm was on fire. It really felt like my arm was on fire. But of course we had the medicine. I took the medicine that, that took care of it and the pain was gone. I basically lived on that medicine until my arm healed. Um, but this week was a whole different level, right? A whole different level of pain because one, I was not expecting it. Um, and two, I was not prepared for it, right? So because I wasn't prepared for it and I wasn't expecting it, and then it's, it's something that came up on me that I just did not know how to deal with for a while, you know? And while I was going through the pain, I, I realized, and I said, I said to God, I said, you know, I now understand why some people can fall into despair, and why some people would throw their hands up and give up because all that they are asking for praying for is not happening is not taking place change is not coming they're still in pain right they, they're still suffering and they can't understand why you are not stepping in they can't understand why they're asking you praying and it's what they're praying for they're not seeing is not becoming a reality and so it gave me a new perspective of it and I began to think a little differently how um, now I could understand how, how people can really really fall into depression um, or despair the thing that kept me is always reverting back to the Word of God and just always reverting back to the, to the Word of God and saying to the Lord father I trust you I absolutely trust you that no matter what, I will not lose my trust in you. That kept me above the water. Remember the, remember the analogy that God gave me a long time ago, or um, that if you fall into the ocean, you cannot drown. The only way you drown is if you allow the water to get inside of you. So as long as you keep the water outside of you, you will never drown. And so I made up in my mind that I'm not going to drown in this situation. So let me take you through the process. So, you know, of course, I had, you know, that procedure done. I came home. I was I was fine. You know, I guess the, you know, the lidocaine that they gave me sort of kept the pain away. And um, the second day, though, you know, I was going through the process of drinking water and all those kind of things. And then before I went to bed, it's like, bam, this pain just came over me. Just like something I never felt in my life, you know, and I'm speaking to my pain. You know how I am, right? You know, you speak to your issue, pain in the name of Jesus. I command you to cease and desist. You know, some of you are praying for me, you know, and all these things, right? Just pray and just absolutely believe God and for it. And, you know, and I'm saying, God, there's some things that, you know, that that's in the realm of, of me doing it, but there's some things that only you can do. And, you know, I simply question God. I said, God, well, which one is it? <laughs> which one is it in this case? Is it something for me to do or is it something for you to do? <laughs> you know, I was just right there, right? And I remember when God told um, the prophet to go prophesy to Hezekiah and told him to, you know, get his house in order, in order and he was going to die. And Hezekiah began to pray. And, you know, before the man of God, before the prophet left, God 
told him what to do, go get this ointment, put it on his sore, and he's going to be healed, and all those kind of things. I said, God, I understand. There's some things that we have to do to bring about our healing. And if there's something I need to do, just drop it in my spirit, right? Just to get rid of the pain. Because remember, it's just to get rid of the pain. The pain is what I'm trying to get rid of. And so there had to be something to get rid of the pain. So I tried my own remedy. You know, I tried Tylenol. And it, you know, it might have put took a little bit off it, but it really did not get me to the place where I wanted to be. How many of you have been in that place that that you you were suffering, and and somebody might have just said something good to you that it sort of lifts your spirit, but it's not the solution. See, Tylenol sort of took just the edge off it, but it wasn't the solution. And so sometimes in life, we'll be at the place where um, we're going through something very, very severe, and we're asking God, we're questioning God, we're trying to find a remedy. And you know, and sometimes there may be, we see a little glimpse of a light at the end of the tunnel, and it gives us hope. So it takes the edge off it, but it's not the solution. And so what do you do? Do you just keep on trying? Do you keep on seeking God? Absolutely. That is what you keep on doing, you know, and and listen to to the voice of the Lord. Now, now watch this now, because I, I want us to understand something, because a lot of times the voice that we hear is not necessarily God's voice speaking to us, but God will use somebody else to speak to us. And in this case. You know, I was told, you know, Pastor, you need to call your doctor. You need to tell him what's going on. And, you know, I said, okay, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to try to deal with it one more day. Not sure why I did that, you know, but, but you know, God, God has a purpose for everything. So I endured it for one more day. I said, there got to be a reason for this. There got to be something that changes this. Um, so my wife came home and she gave me some uh, Motrin PM. And I actually got a little bit of relief and I went to sleep that night, but I woke up and guess what? The pain was still there. How many of you have gotten relief <laughs> and you think it's over, but then you realize, hey, the problem is still there. It's like you need to say, God, isn't this ever going to change? Thank you for the relief, but I just need total relief. I need to get rid of it totally. Don't need to. Um, I need it to end. There are some things in our lives that, you know, we have a, a reprieve. I like to say a reprieve. Like you have a day where it seems like the the storm stopped blowing. Um, you know, the clouds are, is no longer gray, but the sun is shining through. You know, it's sort of like being the eye of a storm. Those of us who live in, in, in Florida, we know what you know, you might have experienced being in the eye of the storm. I remember when Wilma blew through and man, it was a crazy thing. The storm was just blasting. The house was shaking. The windows were flexing everything. Then all of a sudden, quiet. <laughs> we actually saw the sunshine just absolutely quiet. We realized that we were, we were in the eye of the storm amen we're in the eye of the storm where it's just such serene it was just calm it was just surreal you're like wow you know but then all of a sudden <laughs> the wind started to turn but this time in the 
opposite direction. <laughs> How many of you have been in a situation like that? You know, you think everything was calm and things just start going in the opposite direction. The direction that you wanted it to go in, you were used to it in that direction. You thought you could deal with it, but bam, it goes in the opposite direction. And that's sort of how life is. You know, some of our issues, some of our struggles, we get a moment of peace. But then he comes right back at us again. And before you know, you're right back in the situation. Uh, and, and a lot of times, um, a, a lot harder, a lot more painful than it was when it was going in the other direction. You know, the adversary, Jesus said that his duty is to come to kill, steal, and to destroy. He comes to steal your joy. Not only steal your joy, he comes to steal the word of God out of your heart. Remember Jesus talked about the seed and the seed by the wayside and, and you know, the seed falling amongst stony ground and, and all the different, the, the, the different activity of the responses to the seed. But when the adversary would come and steal that seed out of your mouth, and when you allow him to steal the seed, which is the word of God, then you find yourself struggling. You find yourself without hope. You find yourself have no way to turn. But as long as you keep that seed, as long as you keep that word, and for me, that's all it was. I simply kept the word and I said, God, there got to be a way out of this. And, and, um, and so the next morning, I made up in my mind, I took the advice made up my mind, called the doctor, went in to see him. They made, and, and they, when I called um, and I told them the level of pain I was having, they made an immediate appointment for me. They said, come on in right now. You see how God opened doors. And so come on in right now. The doctor's normally booked, but they made provision for me to come on in. Went on in, he checked me out. So you check out, fine. There's nothing physically wrong. You're fine. You just need something to take away your pain. I said, you are so right, doctor. That's all. I am fine. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I'm strong. I just need the pain gone. <laughs> and so he prescribed something for me. I came home, took it, and the pain is gone. And so I, I learned to this, to this situation. One, I had to take somebody, somebody's advice, right? Follow somebody's advice. Um, I followed the instructions. And when I followed the instructions, I was... God opened the door, made a way for me, and connected with the right person who gave me the solution for my problems. A lot of times, folks, let me tell you something. A lot of times, God will put some people in our lives just to help us along the way. They may not be, um, you know, for some of you, they may not be somebody who you think would know <laughs> what, they, what you should do, but God will use anybody. Um, in this case, this person very knowledgeable about the, mil the medical field. Um, they know the medical field very well. And so I followed their advice. And listen, it worked. You know, and even though the solution came through, um, you know, uh, a physical means, the doctor gave me what I needed to get rid of the pain and allow my body to heal pain-free. Now, my body's not completely healed yet, but at least I am not dealing with the pain in the healing process. You know, and I want us to understand that just because you don't feel pain doesn't mean that you are absolutely well. It still takes time when there is hurt in your body, when you go through trauma in your body. God may take away the pain, but the healing process takes time. And I want us to remember that. You know, a lot of um, people would think 
Um, you know, you have forgiven them and that's good. You can forgive people, but the healing process takes time and don't, you know, and, and that's why it's so important that we take care of our spirit. We take care of emotion and we take care of our bodies because when there's trauma, when there's hurt, when there's pain, there is a process to bring about restoration. The word of God in Jeremiah, the Lord said, I sent my word to not just heal you, but to restore you. And, you know, and, and it's important for you and I as people of God, children of God, to connect with the word. And when you, you know, when you consistently connect with the word, God will send you the solution. Are you hearing me? Some things, it's just something in the physical realm needs to be done. Some things in the spiritual realm. Amen. Some things we decree, declare, and it will change. Some things is left in the hand of God to do. But we must not give up on God. Never lose faith. I'm telling you, church, and morning manites, never lose faith in the word of God. You have to get yourself to the place where you say, with God I live and with God I die. It doesn't matter. I am going to keep faith. You make sure you keep a word in you. Some things we have to endure until we get the solution. You know, that's what the Bible says. You know, we got to endure some things. We're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulation in this world while we're here. Um, but we can be victorious if we endure to the end. And so I thank God because now I, I can be sympathetic to other people's pain to what other people go through because I have I have experienced it myself. And so I know, I, I know how the devil will speak to your mind that God does not hear you. This doesn't work. Your faith doesn't work. This is all the stuff that I was hearing. Your faith doesn't work. How are you going to make it through this? Let's see how this one is going to turn out. You know, all the things that you will hear, the, the adversary will pour negativity in your mind while pinching you and poking you to cause your pain to increase. <laughs> but I thank God for Jesus Christ. Amen. He never fails us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's in love with us. And that's why we need to be in love with him. So no matter what your pain is, no matter what your hurt is, you know, no matter what it is, there is a solution. Amen. Let me say it again. There's a solution. Sometimes it's in the physical realm. Sometimes it's in the emotional. Sometimes it's in the spiritual. And that's why we must make sure we stay connected to God. Stay connected to God because he is the solution. Anything we need, everything we need, we can find it in our Lord and Savior. So I pray that, you know, that this morning manna will help somebody along the way. Um, because we all, you know, our testimonies, um, when we make it through, when we find a solution and when we share it, I think it's important for us to do that because it could help somebody who may be experiencing the same thing. You know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Every experience, somebody else has already experienced it. You are not going through anything that somebody else did not go through. Amen. But thank God 
For our Lord and Savior, for the Bible said, he is touched with the very feelings of our infirmities. So even Jesus knows what you're going through. Matter of fact, his pain was probably greater than any pain that you could ever go through. He was beaten, um, you know, almost to death. And he was innocent. You know, we get into issues because of sin. The Bible said we all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. And so we, we have to go through our suffering because of our sin. You know, past sins, past issues. We're forgiven, but there's a ramification. And there's some things that we have to go through because of sin in the world, sin in our lives, and all the things that we, we deal with. You know, it's because of sin. And like I said, it doesn't have to necessarily be your sin, but we live in a sinful world. And so, but we, so we thank God for Jesus Christ because he understands. And then he says his grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient. So I sit here today, you know, just to give God thanks, just to give him praise, just to bless him, bless his name. Um, because I learned something new this week, and it's something that I never um, experienced before. But thank God, there was a lesson to be learned in everything. Amen. And the whole time, I simply stay connected to God, talk to God consistently. Amen. And that's just, you know, that's something for all of us to do. Stay consistent. Talk to God. Talk it. You know how sometimes you talk it through? <laughs> Talk to God through it. And God will talk to you through it. Amen. Let me say it again. Talk to God through it. And God will talk to you through it. Amen. His thoughts for us are for good and not for evil. And to bring us to an expected end. So I give God thanks again for his love, his grace, his divine, his divine hand upon our lives. And like I said before, he promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He will be with us even unto the end. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for grace. We thank you because your grace is sufficient. We thank you, God, because you promised you would never leave us. You will never forsake us. You are with us even unto the end. And so this morning, God, I, I, we feel your presence. We feel your anointing. God, your word has become real to us in so many different ways. Father, everybody on this line, everybody that will listen to this podcast, God will have an experience that they, that they can say that you were with them throughout the whole process. And for this, God, we tell you thanks because you are so true to your word. You love us. You care for us. God, you, there is none like you. And for that, we are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you again, Father, for each and every day that you have given us this ability, capability to connect with you, to pray, to seek your face. And God, that you may hear. And God, that you may respond. I'm reminded of your servant, David, who said, I was young, but now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and we tell you thank you. Now, thank you for the favor that you have placed on our heads, the increase that is on our hands, and the swiftness on our feet. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for forgiving our past, preserving our present, 
and guaranteed our future. Why? Because there's not a feeble one among us. We're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of your might. Hallelujah. And though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. Heavenly Father, we recognize that there is none like you. None cares for us like you do. And for this, we are grateful and we are thankful. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you all, everybody. Thank you for